Margarita, thank you for doing this. I'm excited. How are you? I'm so good. <laughs> I like, I miss you. It's nice to like I, <laughs> be hanging out right now. <laughs> I know. I was going to say like the first time I saw you back at the gym was like, I don't even remember, but I, was, I feel like I, I like kind of caught you on the way in and out and I'm just like, oh my gosh. Margarita. Yeah. Well, I, we saw each other on the turf and I'm like, holy hell, it has it's been like. Yeah. <laughs> like we're older. Whole, yeah. <laughs> Oh my god. We're older, but we're back. <laughs> I know. I know. It's so crazy. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Every time, but that was like with a lot of people. I'm just like, oh yeah, you're real. Yeah. But yeah, anyways. Um, real world. I feel like we, because we, there is a lot, I don't know if people know this, but there is a lot of content that we have together that has just never seen the light of day. <laughs> so I'm like, true. <laughs> I'm, I'm wondering, I'm like, how much do people know about you that i've seen <laughs> so I'm like yeah yeah because i feel like i know you have the inside scoop i yeah for sure i do I, like i feel like i know a version of your story but i just feel like there's a lot that i just don't know mm -hmm. so i'm like that's kind of where okay. um <laughs> yeah um yeah so I, I like i've heard i've heard it in pieces and i've like little things here and there that you've kind of told me and um but yeah i just I, I like i wanted to take like an actual like sit down to be like to go from the beginning to <laughs> <laughs> like to cover everything because like definitely take the sit down for that. yeah right like yeah. I, it has to so you you started well, well i mean i'm assuming dance is before fitness yeah so when does dance start Dance started, I was about like five or six years old. Okay. Yeah. So it's been my whole life. I, in, within a year or two. Oh. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> okay. Uh, within a year or two, I got uh, accepted into the competitive dance program at my dance school. Um, and that's kind of where my love and drive for pushing myself towards the passion started. Uh, yeah. dance became my life it was my outlet it was my creativity it was pretty much everything and I loved being a part of a competition team because like you know every day you show up to do better and refine your craft and master your art so yeah yeah it all started there I guess it's like really five, five six down like what was I doing when I was five <laughs> nothing <laughs> nothing like nothing organized probably just school and just barely figuring that out because like because I, I like if people people only there there's a, probably i don't know this for sure but i'm sure there's like there must be like a portion of your i guess audience that might only know you for fitness mm -hmm. and might not necessarily know you for dance because i'm like i've seen you do some things that i'm just like i'm like <laughs> like, like putting legs like i'm like how and i'm like yeah, so I, I just, I, so like at what point, because I feel like this happens to a lot of people, but I feel like it happens for people kind of later because like something like dance, same thing with like a lot of, you know, sports like gymnastics, cheer, they have kind of like an early retirement age because you can, mm -hmm. because it's so taxing and it's so demanding. And then, um, you know, you're out of the sport relatively early just because there's such a high demand on their body that, you know, after a certain age, it's just not possible anymore. Um, but I feel like for you, your pivot out, I don't even know, well, I wouldn't even say that you pivoted out of it, but I mean, um, introducing fitness, like when does that happen? Yeah. Yeah, no, you're right. Um, 
dance for me ended around 17, 18, like right before I went to university when I graduated high school. Okay, well, that's not totally abnormal. Yeah, I mean, and the reason I stopped really, because at that point, I mean, even like back then, I I would say there wasn't as much opportunity back then for dancers. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. But for me, I saw it as like, okay, I'm either going to go to, you know, continue my university career, going to become, to, to do dance and maybe become a dance teacher or something like that. But I never wanted to teach dance. It was something that I always just wanted to do. Right. So, yeah. And so like when I went to university, I was like, okay, well, now I don't have dance. Now I'm kind of feeling the void. It sucks. I need to create. I need to express myself in this way. And I actually fell into a slump and um, experienced a lot of depression and anxiety around that time because I was like, I was lost without dance, really. Like that was like my, that was my passion. That was my heart and soul. And, um, and I would take like classes here and there, but it just wasn't the same for me. Um, like I loved being on stage. I loved like, you know, showcasing my routine and like with my, you know, whether it was a solo, a small group or with a group, I loved like working on this throughout the year, every single day, and then showcasing it to an audience. And, and I loved being on stage. Um, so fitness comes in, <laughs> fitness yeah. comes into the picture uh, when I was really at like the depth of this, you know, state of depression and anxiety. I found myself through fitness again because oh, okay. I had like so much time <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when I was dancing, you know, I was like going to school regular hours, nine to three, whatever. And then I would go to dance from four thirty till 10, Monday to Friday, Saturday of... too. That was just, yeah. that was just what I did. That was like, you know, how much I was used to doing. So when I had that hole there in both my heart and like with my time, I was like, what do I do? Like, I need to move. I need activities. Like, you know, I, so I'm like, whatever, like, I'll just go to the gym. And as I started working out and I was strengthening my body, I recognized how that paralleled in my mind. And mm -hmm. so I became obsessed with that. And fitness soon grew, grew to became, or it soon grew to became yeah, my next biggest passion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it makes sense. Well, it makes a lot of sense too. I feel like because you well i mean you went into bodybuilding right that that ended up being was that like the first thing that you no like no. with fitness no um first i was just in the gym and uh i i was like taking it, it as seriously as i could like i, I it just i love doing it so i love the way it made me feel and i just would go uh work out like you know maybe 3 4 times a week um and then I found bodybuilding a few years later, I think it was, because like as I started to really make this a part of my life, I liked the way I started feeling. I liked the way I started looking. And I'm like, man, like, you know, if I were to like try and like incorporate nutrition into this, I didn't even know yeah. what bodybuilding was at this time. But I was like, if I were to like try harder, like I could like it, it I would like I'd probably love it even more. Like I could like really see the growth um, if I like kind of looked at all aspects and treated this a little bit more than something I like to do for fun. Right. Um, but I didn't know the world of bodybuilding existed at that time. It was actually pretty serendipitous because around the same time I was thinking that I had a friend that he was visiting from, I don't know, I think Montreal or something. And 
he had a fitness competition in Toronto and he's like, Hey, I'm going to be around. Do you want to come check out my fitness competition? And I'm like, sure. I don't know what, what that is. What is a fitness What's competition? That? Yeah. Like, <laughs> all right. Like what? Cool. I like yeah. fitness. Cool. Um, but when I went to the auditorium and I sat down, the first thing I saw was, um, a fitness competitor, like within the, the fitness category in right, bodybuilding right. where she just, she just stepped on stage to perform her routine. And I was right. like, what is that i'm like what is that that's dance and it's fitness together i'm like i don't even know i'm doing it like so that's it that's my life okay here we go <laughs> so explain that so so within bodybuilding there are categories mm -hmm. right um specifically for women uh there's i, I don't know this super well so i'm kind of like <laughs> I'm, I, like i'm gonna let you lead here but yeah um you've got different divisions that have different sort of criteria as to what they're looking for yeah between bikini I'm gonna <laughs> yeah 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 so it's bikini figure fitness yeah is there I, others is that it yeah there's bikini i would say yeah bikini figure fitness physique and then women yeah. oh wellness is the new one that's the, yeah that's a new one but wellness, at that time that didn't exist no it didn't exist so and, um, now, and then physique and women's bodybuilding right so can you like lay out just like really quickly like what each category generally is like what yeah each you know starting from like what they're looking for and what you know the, like the the goal yeah <laughs> of yeah each category is yeah so bikini is kind of like it evolved from you know like kind of like fitness modeling like a swimsuit model kind of vibe it's very toned um you know it's evolved a lot over the years too it used to be like a l pretty lean and like not too muscular but now you see really really nice like fullness and development but you can kind of compare it to like, you know, your swimsuit editorial, right. uh, a little bit more sporty in my opinion. But yeah, so that's fitness or sorry, that's bikini. Yeah. Figure is a little bit more muscular. So mm -hmm. you want to see harder development. It's a little bit more shredded. Um, yeah, it's just a little bit like more muscle on the on the frame. Mm -hmm. um, fitness is kind of similar to the figure body style. Mm -hmm. um except the only difference with fitness is you also compete with your physique so your posing round but also a dance gymnastic routine right. which is usually two minutes okay is what i fell in love with <laughs> and then physique is you know a little step above or sorry wellness is next and wellness is similar to bikini but they are like their legs are mm. you know they're allowed to grow their legs a little bit more within that yeah. division because with bikini, you you'll that's where you'll see a lot of like really long, lean legs, like the like the giraffe, <laughs> the giraffe leg people, like crazy, like the, like genetic freaks in in uh, in bikini. But then you know, for certain people, I think that I, I don't know, I don't know. This is just me speculating, but I think they kind of this category came from because it, you know you're always going to be at a disadvantage if you're just born genetically with you know not the ten foot legs, right? And um. So they, they created that category so you can have, you know, a little bit bigger legs and, yeah. and, and what so, but it, it, it is kind of in the same general spirit. That yeah. There. Like I, um, with wellness and bikini, the upper half is, uh, around the same. The big difference is like the lower half. So it's within the legs, the wellness girls can grow their, their legs a little bit longer, their quads right. or legs a little bit bigger, their quads, their glutes, yeah, uh, yeah. hamstring development, that kind of thing. They're okay. still looking for balance though, uh, overall, um, and again, the upper body is similar to bikini as well. So they just, yeah. I, and it's nice to celebrate the big thighs, you know, yeah. <laughs> like the yeah. big legs. It's beautiful. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. And also just because, 
you know, genetically, some people just are never going to have the, the bikini figure, right? It's just, yeah, it's yeah. just, it's just a, you know, whether or not you win that genetic lottery. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, so you, so, sorry. So you go to this, you go to this, <laughs> this competition and that was your first time seeing fitness. That was my first time seeing a fitness routine and I had to ask someone like, what is this? <laughs> and they're like, oh, it's, she's, she's one of the fitness competitors. I was like, okay, fitness, dance, gym, like it's it a full like, out like choreography, gymnastic routine. And when I was dancing, acrobatics was my specialty. So like, I was like, okay, I kind of just found like, it was like everything, the stars just aligned for yeah. me. Like my purpose was right in front of me. And I was like, all right, let's go. I don't even know what this is, but I know I'm doing it. And I'm gonna win anything there is to win. Like we're going to the <laughs> we're going to the worlds with this. Like I'm, I was so excited. So you're like right away. Right away. <laughs> right away knew that you were gonna go full. Like okay, don't worry. <laughs> this is wire. Okay. Yeah. Um. So so right so it's right away you knew that I'm, you know you're 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 taking this. It's not like oh I'm gonna try this. It's like no I'm going to. I'm taking this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I knew it. Like it was like a click. Like it's that like inner knowing that you can't deny. And I'm, I'm so aware of that when it speaks to me. And I just I couldn't deny it. So here I am. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So so what is that? What is that whole journey for you? Do, do you like start like by yourself? Do you get a coach immediately? What do you? Yeah. I mean, at the time, I knew absolutely nothing. So I did have a friend who was looking to compete as well. So he was looking into a few different coaches and I'm like, I don't I don't know where to start at all. Like, I don't know who to talk to. I'm, I don't know anything about this industry. I don't know anyone in this industry. Pretty much it's like you right now. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> we actually I think we went to go talk to a coach together just to like kind of like have an interview with him. Um and I just started there. I just, I just wanted to start. Like I just wanted to hit the ground running. So, yeah, it was 2014 when I did my first show. 2014. So, okay. Well, how, 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 from the time you, um, went to that first fitness show to being on stepping on stage yourself, how much time is that? I think it was just a few months. Oh, really? Oh no. You know what? No, I so. When I saw and got invited to the fitness competition and saw the fitness girl on stage, it was just nearing the end of my last year in university. Okay. And at the time in university, I was like failing everything because I'm like, I don't care about this at all. Yeah. And I told you I was in a very like low point in my life and that was a big contributing factor. But I said to myself like, okay, like I, I'm not going to do these four years for nothing. Like I'm just going to put everything in my power to just like graduate <laughs> from university. But as soon as I graduate from university, I am never spending another second doing something that I don't love doing. And right. that pushed me into mm -hmm. becoming a personal trainer, all of this. And then from there, I was, you know, I had the time. I graduated. I did what I said I was going to do. So it was, I think, just about like four or five, four, about four months later mm -hmm. that I, I did that. I graduated and I'm like, all right, it's time to compete. Like, I want to know everything about this and it's time to make fitness my life. And this is how I want to help people. I don't want to do anything having to do with a degree I got. So <laughs> there we go. <laughs> I feel like it's just so funny because like I, I literally just talked about that. And like I recorded an episode by myself yesterday. <laughs> and like, I feel like it's just like you like, I, I don't know if it's totally necessary, but I just feel like it's just a common thread across people like just you you. you you don't have to. It's probably ideal if you don't have this, but like 
I feel like a lot of people kind of just run into one of those experiences where they just get stuck in something that they hate doing mm-hmm. and you just feel trapped in it. And, um, but it's just, it's what you need to do for whatever reason. And, you know, in your case, it was, you know, I, you paid money to go to this school and you, you, you sign up for this degree and for this program and you're like, you're already in it. You may as well finish it and not waste it. But the entire time is just like a drag through the mud because you're like, <clears throat> I know I don't want to do this. Yeah. And you're just forcing yourself to get through it just so you don't have to do it anymore. And for me, it was, <laughs> this is my job. This is how I pay. This is how I pay my rent. So I just feel, I felt trapped in, in, in that way. Right. And, but, you know, being in that situation where you just feel like there is no escape from it. And then, I'll, and then something happens where you're out of it. Or in your case, you graduate. For me, I get fucking fired. <laughs> um, then all of a sudden, there's that kind of like, okay, never again, never doing that again. And it's it's this big revelation to you that's like, it kind of puts into perspective like really what's important and like what you you know like because especially like when you're when you're school age, it kind of just feels like because that's all you've known, right? Mm-hmm. Like especially like the way that our education is like from basically from the time you're a four-year-old like some some people go into school before they can even speak right and and then you're in school until you're like like i don't know like 20s already and i'm like aging myself i don't even know how old you are when you graduate school anymore like (laughs) like, so i'm like but yeah like you're you're like it's just it it's all you know and then all of a sudden it's like oh that was actually such a small portion of my life there's so much more in front of me and but I think it's good for you having it kind of sooner and not me, like being almost 30 when it happened. <laughs> like, but like it, it kind of, it, it, it kind of locks you in. It's just like, okay, I know, I know what's important now. I know what I yeah. want to do. I know what's, and it, it gives you that sort of singular focus. And because you've, you, you know, a, a, you know, anybody who's tried to do anything that's like sort of off the beaten path or like anything that's um a, a little bit like unconventional, let's yeah. say like, you're always going to have a piece of you that doubts. That's like, oh, should I, like, am I doing the right thing? Should I just go and, like, should I just go back to school? Should I just, like, get another job? Or, like, because it would be so much easier, right? But then the, uh, another part of you will remember what it was like because you had done it before. You had done something that you didn't like doing before. And you know that, like, it was not worth it, right? Because now you have, like, you have a thorough A and B comparison. You have one, you, you have one side that you know you hated, one side that's it's hard, but you know you love it, and yeah. it makes it easier to stick to it. I think so. I I don't know where I was going with that, but <laughs> no, it's so true. And I think like largely the way our, our system is set up too for school, it's like you know you you get prepped. I, I mean, speaking for myself, this is what gave me anxiety. It's like you get prepped to do one thing, yeah, one thing, and you spend all these years to prepare to do one thing. Yeah. And when I was in that process, I'm like hold up a second like <laughs> i'm 17 right now like I, yeah. when i chose to go to university for a thing i was 17 what does anyone know at that age like that's what i'm saying yeah. what do you mean so and then it's like you're, you're prepped to do one thing i don't think that really coincides with like the development of the soul because it's like yeah. you might like that thing for a period of time but you know in my case the stepping stone of university is what led me to yeah realize that fitness was my passion so Mm -hmm. essentially yes i did need that university experience but 
it wasn't to do the thing that I went to university yeah. for. Yeah. And I feel like largely, you know, the way our systems in society are is like they're boxed into categories. Mm-hmm. And then you, I, I could just imagine like, you know, all the feelings that come into and the fears and like the hesitancy and maybe even the guilt of like, oh my God, I just spent all my time doing this. But it's like, how hard is it or scary is it to even come to terms with this just might not be for me. Yeah. It's like, it's, no, I feel that. And it works for, well, like, you know, it works for some people. Some people find the thing and they stick with it. And like, if that, if you were one of those people, great. Honestly, (laughs) great. Like, this is great for you. It's just, no, for real. It's, uh, but like you, like you're really lucky if that happens, right? If if you pick the, if you just happen to pick the thing that's your thing at like, how old are you? Like, like 14, 15 when you, I don't know. (laughs) But like, if you if you pick the thing and you stick to it and that becomes your your life and you love it, great. But like for a lot of people, it's just not. Yeah, it's just not what happens, right? Yeah. And I don't know. I I but like you're right though. Like you, because you know I I had a similar sort of thing. Like my 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 university degree is in environmental studies. Me too. Nothing. Oh really? Yes. Where did you go? At York. I went to York. Okay, you would have never seen me in class because I was <laughs> never there. I remember one so time, funny. yo, there's one time my friend that I was like party with on the weekends, <laughs> it was like the second last day of class and I ended up going, I don't know why. And he's sitting in front of me and I'm like, yo, I'm like, you're in this class? He's like, turns around, <laughs> he's like, no, 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 no. You're in this class? I'm like, true. <laughs> I'm never here. <laughs> That's so, hilarious. That's so funny. It's so funny because <laughs> like, but like, you know, like I will say it had like it had nothing to do with anything that I ended up doing after, but it was like for me at least it was it was a great like that was those are some of the best years of my life, I think it was a great experience, but the the things that I took away was not the degree it was like you know for me, it was a lot of like critical thinking, and you know I had a lot of positive experience coming out of school the real like the real turnaround point for me is like when I ended up at a you know, like whatever desk job that like I didn't care about. Yeah. And, <clears throat> and being trapped in that, mm. that's where I kind of like, that's where I kind of figured out because, you know, I was doing like the photography and the video thing like, on, on the side. And I knew like I would, like I would so much rather do that, <laughs> but it's just not so enough. So good at it. Well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just, it's not, you know, it's not, it's not enough for me to, you know, I like I would starve. I wouldn't get you know. I'd, yeah. I wouldn't be able to pay my rent. Whatever. Um. But, you know, at a certain point, it's like, it's like, okay, well, how long? How long are you going to put this off until you start the thing you, you really should be doing, right? So for you, I guess it's it's it's, it, I don't want to say it was easier, but it was it was kind of more of a clear like, okay, leave that behind me because it's done, and full force with, with the fitness thing, so. Um, was it more of like, like when you, when you, when you started, so you started competing, um, actually before I even asked you, what was your first time on stage like? My first time on stage was like exhilarating because I was just so happy to be back on a stage. I feel so at home when I'm on a stage or performing and showcasing. Uh, so I was just like, I, um, like I did cry because I was like, I can't believe I found this. Like I, you know, I, it was a dream come true really because. Mm-hmm. again that's how much heart that's how much my heart is made of like 
dance and performance and that kind of thing. So when I found the ability to continue it through bodybuilding, especially competing in the fitness category where I get to create and choreograph my own routine to like mm. express, you know, my art. Um, yeah, it was a dream come true. Yeah, it's a big deal when that happens, when you're just like, oh my God, this is, this is it. This is my thing. Yeah. <laughs> and a lot of people just don't, you know, a lot of people just don't have that moment. And um, so like, you know, what's that like? in your your version of it like like is there is there a moment where you is like whether it was on stage or like you know at the you know watching the competition is there a moment where you're like this is this is it this is this is my thing it was and do you remember what that felt like yeah it was as soon as i laid my eyes on the sport really it was just like a before you even done before you even did it no before i even did it yeah as soon as i like sat down in the auditorium and i saw that fitness girl perform her routine and she was just you know she did her dance she did her her choreography she performed to the audience and then like you know minutes later she came on and she was posing and she looked so badass and strong and i'm like this is it like this is that all right let's go as soon as i got home i stayed up till like three in the morning trying to research everything and like find like the fitness competitors and then i, I learned about olympia and mm -hmm. uh as soon as I even learned about Olympia, I'm like, oh, okay, so I'm going and I'm going to do it. Cool. <laughs> that's just it. <laughs> that's I was on the doing. Olympia stage right away. <laughs> Pretty much in my mind, I was. So then what, so then what comes next? Because we all know where it, where it goes, right? It, we, we all know where it, it doesn't, it doesn't end, but I mean, like we all know where, um, cause you do end up with that pro card. I do. But how long does that take? What's that journey like? Is there along the way? Um. It took 2014 as my first show. Uh, I did provincials 2014 as well. It was just a month later. So I went regional, provincial in the same year. The next year, I... Oh, yeah. And then from provincials, I qualified for nationals. So that all happened in 2014. So in 2015, I was qualified to go to nationals. Um, and I made it. I went, but I missed my pro card by like just a few points and oh. so i came in first in my category but i missed the overall by uh. like i think like one or two points and um but i was just so happy to be there um and yeah my prep for that one was it became really grueling um that's a whole other tangent we can go on but then i took a year i was still qualified for nationals in 2016 so i you know i started working with a new coach at that time we had like a proper season together and then i Went to nationals in 2016, and I won my pro card. Wow. So it's two years. Yeah. It's a two-year journey. Wow. I mean, mind you, the fitness category is a little bit smaller. It, sure, but it's still It's still IFBB difficult. Like, yeah, no, 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 I know. But I mean, like, um, not a lot of people opt to do fitness because it's so much on the body. Like, it's like oh, when yeah, you're competing or when you're... Uh, showcasing your routine dancing gymnastics for like two minutes while you're depleted it's like not a lot of people opt to do that yeah. <laughs> but like it's that you'll see like there are some people that are like just barely getting to the stage to do like just posing <laughs> passing out in the back yeah just because uh, it's me, so... I was like it's hard but um so i mean it being a smaller category not to take away from it at all it's still very difficult to do um yeah. but i think it helped a little bit to get from regional to provincial in the same in the same year 
Right. So it did expedite it a little bit that way. Yeah, because well, I mean, I'm sure people know this. If we're if they're uh, <laughs> if they're if they're fans of yours, they would know what it takes to get to an IPB Pro Card. It's like you have to win. You basically have to win a qualifying show, right? Yeah. Like you you have to win. Like you you know you're you're entered into a a category like a class, and then you have to win that to go to an overall where you compete with the other winners of the other classes and then you have to beat all of them <laughs> at uh you know at like already like a top tier like a top tier show so you know there are people who you, you could be you could literally be the like the second best and you don't get it mm, it's yeah. like and and it could be just like the smallest because i'm like well you said it, it happened to you right like you yeah. missed it by just like a few points a hair yeah and it's just you know that's just it's just not your it's not your turn right it's not, not your, your time year. it's not your year and there's only there's like there's just such limited you know um there's just such like limited windows for you to get a crack at it and then like to go up there and miss it's just it, it is that hard to not take that personally no i mean no, really? it was so yeah i mean okay well first i have also spent my entire life being judged oh that's fair yeah yeah yeah. so like for me yeah i'm like like i don't take it personally at all that's not my first time (laughs) yeah i don't take it personally at all like no matter what um but it was funny because like (laughs) my coach and my ex at the time they were like more mad than i was they're like oh my god it's just like a point i'm like yo guys like i'm like i'm so happy to be here right now i I didn't think i would make it to the stage because this prep was like insane like so i'm just happy i'm just happy to be here and uh you know come back next year and just and I, my 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 body did need more muscle at that time like i it, rightfully so like the winner in 2015 for fitness she deserved it so like i'm i'm also aware of that i don't i don't take it personally i was happy for her right. i was happy for me i was just happy to be there yeah well, yeah it's, it's a healthy attitude to have because i feel like there's i just feel like like granted i've never done it but like the sport of bodybuilding is just so um it's such an individual thing that you do. And then I just feel like, you know, outside looking in seems to me that it would just be, there's a, there's a big threat of just kind of getting sucked into your own world because you kind of have to be, you kind of have to be so singularly focused and like in, in not in a bad way, but like selfish to, um, cause you have to be focused on yourself constantly at mm-hmm. all times. And, you know, if you want to bring like the best possible package to a stage that, you know, I I just feel like it might there, there there might come a point where just it you kind of forget that there are other people doing exactly what you're doing. So then when you go up there and you're just so certain that it's yours and then you don't get it, a lot of people take that really really hard. But I guess for you it was different because you had because you competed like in dance, right? Like you weren't just yeah, like, I competed from like again five or six to seventeen. So like it was just part of your it's just <laughs> it it doesn't really. It's a subjective sport. Like no matter what, if I make it to the stage, I've won because I just did all that to make it to the stage. And I'm just excited that like, you know, as soon as I wake up in the morning, because the work is done, you did it. Um, but like it, it does like if a judge, like I came in second in 2015. Am I mad about that? No, I kind of look at it and I'm like, yo, true. Like I need to improve. I need to add some muscle in my frame. I could be a little bit more. Um, you know, full and developed. Uh, so let's do it. Like I get excited on what there is to improve on. Mm. I want to know, like, give me the cold, hard truth. I'm never really offended by it. Cause I, 
first off, I could see it within myself. And second of all, like, I'm just so excited to use it as a stepping stone to grow yeah, and to get better. So I, yeah. Well, I guess that's probably part of what contributed to your success because you do, you do eventually the following year go up and, and you do get that pro card. What was that? Like, I, I remember that very, like, I kind of re- vaguely remember that because I, 2016, I would have already been at work and you were there yeah. too. So I, cause I do have a memory of them announcing that you had won your pro card because oh. I knew who you were <laughs> and I, like, I have a memory of that, but I didn't know you Twerk. yet and you didn't know who I, <laughs> you didn't know who I was. So I was, then I remember, I remember seeing it, but I didn't know you. So I, you know, I didn't get to like kind of talk to you about it. So I, but you know, cause there's only, you know, it's not very many times you know somebody who wins a pro card. I think I've known like two or three people <laughs> you're <laughs> one of them. But so what's that whole experience like? Uh, it was. <laughs> it was amazing. Like I, I, it was every, like I was kind of like, oh my God, like it's here. Yeah. It's here. But also what's next? And I'm already looking forward. (laughs) No, I was like, I was so grateful. I was so thankful. It was so exciting. But like, as I, I guess like when I was on stage, it was such a surreal moment that I almost didn't like believe it at the time. And I'm like, wait, I did it. Like I just spent like the last (laughs) like two years for this moment and I did it. Like now what? Like, what do I do? Like this is, and you know, all the excitement comes flooding in and like, I'm so honored and I'm so grateful. Actually, I won the best routine award too so when i got that i was like even more happy because i'm like dance right <laughs> like, <on> dance <laughs> like, so um it's i just really felt, validating yeah. I, I just it just it felt so nice and it yeah. felt so good to to have put all my time and effort into this for two years and then like seeing the fruits of the labor just like you know flourish and grow and i'm just like it was a surreal moment it really was um but there is a part of me that's like I like I want to go to Olympia like I mm. want to go to Olympia and I know when I'm on that Olympia stage like this is this is it's gonna be even even more and yeah I just knew that my work wasn't truly done but I was excited about it it wasn't like I'm like yeah I was I was just excited to continue this yeah because yeah I mean for a lot of people when you do win that pro card like what is next right? because like for a lot of people that's that is the, the top of the mountain because like I think there there are a certain amount of people who kind of just are honest with themselves and knowing that like I can probably win my pro card, but what are the chances I'm going to win in Olympia? Um, and maybe you know they, they there's like a crisis moment there. I'm sure nobody wins a pro card thinking, okay, I'm done. But like also there there is kind of a threat of that happening, just because it's you you basically and you basically start over, right? Like you start yeah from the bottom all over yeah. again as a pro but like you are kind of starting you are kind of small fish in a big pond again whereas before it was like you you were in the upper echelon for a certain amount of time um but like yeah so like what is next because i mean like 2016 2016 six years ago (laughs) did i just (laughs) apparently it was (laughs) (laughs) did i just do that oh my god yeah yeah that was six years ago so what happens after um well Okay, so honestly speaking, like when I did win, like I, I was, as I was explaining, so excited, so happy, so honored, like, holy hell, I just like reached a major milestone here. 
But I knew my heart knew where I wanted to keep going with it. Mm -hmm. But it also knew, and this is the honest moment, that I could not continue in the manner that I did if I wanted longevity in the sport and if I wanted to be an Olympian. Right. Um, so at that point, you know, I, I didn't quite stop yet. After I won my pro card, I wanted to do another show right away. Um, yeah, I just wanted to keep going. I wanted to, you know, see where I stand in the pro ranks. I wanted to just have that experience. Yeah. So um, took an off season and I just prepared for one show for 2017, which was the Toronto Pro Show. That was my pro debut and it felt so good. To tr the, the Toronto Pro Show is like, it's iconic. It's prestigious. Yeah. Like, I love it. It's so it's such a good time. And uh, so I, I did that show, but I did not come in at my best at that time. Mm -hmm. And stubborn me back then, <laughs> I, um, you know, I was really fighting my body to get there. Mm -hmm. But typical bodybuilder mentality that I had. Um, I should have stopped, but I didn't want to stop. And there was mm. no ounce of me that was going to stop. Yeah, so it's... I had to learn the hard way. I think that's classic. <laughs> you know, double down when you should pull back. Yeah, I mean, like, I think bodybuilders are so admirable because, like, they have this drive and this mentality that's so incredibly powerful. Right. But it comes, I mean, my lesson in, in honing in on that is it comes with such a responsibility. And mm. sometimes the real power is actually knowing to, when to pull back and listen to your body yeah. and hear your body as it's speaking to you. Mm hmm and my prep for 2017 was actually the show that I learned that. And oh, okay. I had to learn the hard way by not listening to it. <laughs> and like, yeah. I wanted to go to the stage. Nothing was going to stop me to go to the stage. Even my coach told me like, you're a pro now. Like you could pick whatever show you want to do. Like mm -hmm. chill a little bit. There's no rush. Let's pull back. Yeah. There's no rush. And I'm like, nope, <laughs> no one could tell me anything. I had to, I had to go in and, and learn the hard way. So I didn't come in at my best i still look great but it wasn't my best package 2016 was 100 percent my best package right um but yeah after 2017 that was the that was the time i had to take a break and was that your last time on stage that was your last time on stage yeah okay and what in that in your time off what I and mean, we can we can cut this out if you if it no you don't cool. have to go too deep <laughs> So what happened? So where do you go from there? Because I, because you do go on a bit of a journey from there that I'm kind of like peripherally witnessing, but I don't like, I don't, and I knew that like, because if I'm like, from what I'm seeing, I know that this goes way deeper than I'm seeing because <laughs> I know you and I'm like, if I, if this is what I'm seeing, like how far does this go? Like I, I, like I, I, I like I just, cause I, you know, like I, um, again, like we, cause we don't, we didn't at the time, like, um, didn't run into each other super, super often. So every time we did, there were just like, <laughs> you tell me like five or six things. I'm just like, what? There'd be like, a, you, you'd hit me with like lightning rods. It's like life changing things every time. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I've just been working. <laughs> like, I've, been I've, been, I've been living such a linear life. And then you've been like all over the place. Extremes. That's how I live. <laughs> I, well, I, yeah, apparently. But like, so, I mean, what, what? Sorry. Water noises. <laughs> See if I can filter that out, but yeah. So so so, what happens from like between then and now? Like where, because you you do kind of, uh, <clears throat> I don't know if that like maybe that was sort of the impetus for you of just um, understanding 
the limits of what you were doing. I don't know if that lim- limits is the right word, but there there is a toll that it was taking on your body, and then it seemed to me that you had kind of decided that you know, well, like you said, like this is not in my best best interest in terms of like longevity. Um. So then, where do you where do you go from there? Yeah, I think limits is the right word to use. Um, because for me, bodybuilding is like a means to test them, okay. and there is there is a line that you can cross with your body and with the bodybuilding prep. And again, this is where like the responsibility comes in to really hone in on that power. Um, But I reached my limits because I had totally taken a toll on my body. My health was out of sorts. Um, You know, my blood work (laughs) after my show, I, you know, I gained like 20 pounds in like two weeks and I'm eating like salads and I wasn't even like, you know, I, I did have like binge episodes back then. Um, but at this point I was, I wasn't and like, I enjoyed myself, but like nothing like crazy, like I had done in the mm-hmm. past. But at this point, I think my body was so out of sorts that like, yeah, I just gained so much weight so fast. Like I was inflamed. I would wake up and be in tears because I was so exhausted. And I just, I'm like, is this going to be forever? <laughs> like, yeah, no yeah. one could give me an answer. Like, I'm going to the doctor. She's running tests. She's telling me I'm fine. I'm like, I am not anywhere <laughs> close to being even remotely okay. Yeah. So when no one could tell me or give me an answer, I'm like, well, whatever, F this. Like, I'm going to become a holistic nutritionist. And I enrolled in holistic nutrition like that night because I was like, I've had enough. Like, I'm going to take this into my own hands. I'm going to learn how to take care of my body. Like, I want longevity in this sport. Yes, I'm taking some time away from the stage to heal, mm. but I want to come back. Like, I wanted to come back as soon as possible when I chose to leave. And that was the hardest decision for me. But like my my body had kind of made the decision for me. Like at that point, I'm like, mm. OK, like I have to listen right now. I have to face this and deal with this. Um, so, yeah, I became a holistic nutritionist to figure it all out. And it was really frustrating at first because, like I said, like there was there was no answer available to me. I just kept hearing that I was OK when I was not. <laughs> classic just, you're good I, <laughs> no that's it's classic you you see a you see a hole somewhere and you're like i could i could learn a couple of things or i could become a professional <laughs> like it's just such a, it's such a classic thing for you to do so i knew i knew that that you had i knew that you had uh that you that you became a holistic nutritionist and i was like okay well that explains why i haven't seen you for a, a good amount of time <laughs> and, true and it's and yeah, it was like this big one. I was kind of piecing it together in my head. I was just like, okay, well, going from bodybuilding to holistic nutrition, I'm like, it's probably a response in some, in some sort of way to something that must have been happening. But it was. It seems. It seems 100%. like right. It was, it was a response. Hundred percent. And um. So so how does that change then your? But but you're saying like you're you're not done with the stage. That yeah. was because well. so, I because I didn't because I didn't know this was that. Because I knew that you had, because uh, I knew that you had become a holistic nutritionist, and so I was kind of like, okay, well, does that mean that that bodybuilding is over? Is this like just is this you're pivoting into this now? But it seems like no, it's 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 in favor of continuing bodybuilding. I mean, at one point, I had gotten so far away from the world of bodybuilding, like okay, when I left the stage, I'm like, my goal is to heal my body, 
mm-hmm. understand how it works. You know, if I if I understand this, then I can have longevity in the sport. I'll I, I'll know how to take care of myself and and support myself better. And largely, a mission when I enrolled in holistic nutrition school was I really want to bridge the gap between both these worlds because. And everyone has a different prep. Everyone has a different prep. And some people's preps are like, they're healthy and they're good and they're thriving. But I wasn't. I learned the hard way. So I really wanted to, I had a mission to bridge the gap between holistic health and bodybuilding as much as it could possibly be, you know, integrated. Um, Mind you, I know that they could be on opposite ends sometimes, uh, but But I really. But you're saying that it doesn't have to be. Yeah, I'm like it doesn't have to be, and I wanna, I want that to be, you know, the next level of my mission. Um, so that's what led me. That's what led me there. I forgot what else you said. Oh no, it's just that, <laughs> um, <clears throat> because it it seems like well, it's perfect what you said, which is that, um, there 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 if you look at them kind of like surface level bodybuilding, holistic nutrition, they don't seem to be things that are compatible, but. It's just interesting then that you decided to go that route because it seemed it seemed so counter, but I, I guess what it what it seems is that what you're trying to do is that you're trying to say that like no they don't have to be they don't have to be butting heads they can you, you can live harmoniously with these things. Yeah, like I wanted to find my way with it. Um, I remembered what I was going to say, uh, but you know that was my mission when I when I just left the stage, but. In my healing journey, which took from 2017 till now, <laughs> right. um, I got like there was one point where I got so far away from the stage that, or even like the idea of bodybuilding, that I, I didn't think I would ever come back, and I was okay with it. Um, mm. I mean, I was okay with it, but there was always this love that I had for it. Right. But like in part of my healing, it was learning how to just be happy with me no mm. matter what no matter where no matter who no matter what i was doing yeah so i found that and i think that was a that was a big that was a big key for me because if you were to have asked me like back then you know i needed it i needed the sport i needed to do a show i could not waste time i could not you know take even a season off to just like give my body a little bit of a break like i needed to keep going yeah and there's healing that needed to happen around that need. Um, mm. So, you know, I, it, and, it, and it happened like as in my journey, whether I was healing spiritually or like with holistic health and like going to school and then incorporating the practices and just like general self-love and well-being and, you know, doing the inner work. Like I was so much in my own bubble that I was like, I might not go back to the stage and I'm okay with that. But I always thought like, oh, I wish I just like loved that. You know, you never think your last time is going to be your last time. And I'm like, I just wish I like, I don't know, just appreciated it more. And I do. I always did appreciate it, but appreciate it. But like, you know, it's just. Sometimes we take things for granted and like bodybuilding at that point, I saw in such a way because I'm like, man, like to bring your body to that level is crazy. Yeah. And I think while I was doing it, I didn't think it was as crazy because I was just doing it. Mm. But then knowing that like, man, that that might be my last show. I'm like, why didn't I just do like one more photo shoot (laughs) or like just like look in my mirror in the mirror and like celebrate more like it was. Yeah. 
so I got so far away that I didn't think I would ever come back. Um, and then one day <laughs> it switched on like a light switch uh, in early 2021. And I have not mentioned this to Instagram or the public yet, but I'm going to be competing. Well, you know. You know, uh, and like my close, <laughs> some of my close people know, but like I haven't actually like gone out public and said it, but I just did. So, well, this doesn't need to be your <laughs> announcement. We can, we can hold this. It doesn't matter, but we could talk. <laughs> Are you sure? Cause we, that's big, big news. You yeah, just dropped. Yeah. No, 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 no. Like we I did. didn't. <laughs> it's like, I wasn't trying to, I wasn't trying to break news here. No, I feel it. Like I, I, I feel it and it's kind of getting a little bit obvious too, but we could talk about what we release and when, but. I'm ready to like I I'll say what I feel comfortable. Don't worry. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> breaking news. Breaking news. Margarita is returning to the stage. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yeah. So <laughs> but well I mean it's just it's, it's <laughs> such a, it's such a crazy it's just, and to think that it's like like 2014 wasn't that long ago. Okay, if you were born in, after after the 2000s, don't I'm not talk talking to, to you. I'm not talking <laughs> like, to you. Don't talk. 2014 to <laughs> was not that long ago. And like for everything that has happened since then, <laughs> like like it feels like, like 20 years. It, <laughs> it feels like it's been a lifetime, but it has not been that long. And <laughs> it's just crazy like the like but that's 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 it, right? Like that's I, and and not not just bodybuilding, right? Like a lot of sports are like that. Um, but <clears throat> I, I just feel like bodybuilding is one of these sports where you just you have to deal with a lot of identity stuff. Oh yeah, a lot of identity stuff throughout it. And because even as somebody who's never done it, um, and I I I'm not, I know I would never do it because of those reasons. Because I'm just afraid of like <laughs> going too far to the dark side. Um. Uh, but it, it's you know losing the different like kind of losing the line between you know the competitor and just who you are as a human do they at some point are they just meld into one person is just this just who you are now and was that ever did you want that to happen um and it just seems to me that like after you know from finding the sport to you know, getting on stage for the first time and then going through two years of competing and then getting your pro card and then doing, uh, and then making your pro debut. And then all of a sudden this huge like wall. Stop. And. Halt. <laughs> yeah. Is it like how, like, is it really just like a, like a switch that just goes off? This is, I'm okay. I'm ready again. Or was it like, what did it take for you to reach the point where you decided I'm ready to revisit this? It took completely walking away from the entire industry altogether for me. Like I, so not just the sport, like the whole everything. Like I, and I mean, I trust me. Like I love bodybuilding. I am obsessed with the whole culture of it. I'm obsessed. Like bodybuilders are the most inspiring people to me. Like I said, for not just what they do physically, but like the mental feats that they yeah achieve. You know, um. I had to step away from that completely to heal. Mm-hmm. And even though I loved it and I loved, you know, even the people and everything, but like I had to create a little safe haven for myself because I know that's what I needed in order to 
kind of rewrite the experiences that I had gone through. Um, because like, you know, there were times in my healing journey when I stepped away from the stage where like I just mentioned how much fitness means to me. Like fitness mm -hmm. is my life, just like dance is my heart. Okay. Like these two things are like my biggest passions. But there was there was a period when I was on my healing journey, you know, from 2017 to 2021 slash now. Well, I mean 2021, let's say that. This has all been one year to me. 20, <laughs> 2020 to 2022. It, it has all been I mean, one yeah. year to me. So <laughs> right. there. Um yeah, but there was a period within that where I couldn't even step foot in a gym. I'd be like, hey, Margarita, you're going to work out today. I'd walk through the doors of Torque, look at the weights, be like, nope, and go home. Really? And there would be some times where I'm like, okay, Margarita, like, this is the day. Like, you're going to work out today. And I would just go to try and, like, you know, do an exercise, whatever, and I'd burst out in tears. And I'm like, okay, I'm not going to push myself right now. Like there, there's some psychological registration that is not, it's not, a it's a disconnect, but mm. also like there, that was when I started crying, like when I, when I would go and like start to work out or like attempt it and like, just like I would burst out in tears. I'm like, okay, there's something that like needs to be done here. I need to meditate. Like I need to go so far into listen and to hear and to know what is going on because this is beyond you know being lazy and not yeah, wanting to do something sure. yeah. and actually that's where that 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 moment that's when i really realized like laziness doesn't exist when it comes to fitness not in my books it's either you're in alignment to it or you're not and i was completely out of alignment okay. because think about it like if you're like you know when you are in alignment to your fitness journey you're excited you're you know, motivation does run in and run out. Cool. But like you're committed. You want to do this. You're happy yeah. about doing it no matter what. Right. Yeah, you're yeah. happy to show up. But it's when people are out of alignment, maybe they don't have like a deep enough reason why they're doing it. Maybe the reason why they're doing it is like it's too superficial. They need to go. Yeah, they need to go deeper. Right. Right. That is what creates alignment. And for me, I realized I'm like, I'm not lazy right now because I was kind of getting on myself like, what are, Margarita, you're like a professional athlete right now. What are you doing? Yeah. You know, that was hard to deal with. I had a lot of guilt that came with that and like even just confusion because I was like, why do I feel like this? Like I, when I actually break it down, I love fitness. I love bodybuilding. Like how and why am I reacting like this? Mm -hmm. And so I had to sit with myself to realize that I was out of alignment because you know, I did this exercise where I, I, I got very aware and in tune with the paradigm, my fitness paradigm and what that meant to me. Okay. And a person's fitness paradigm is kind of like, you know, the all encompassing lens of how they view fitness. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Just like their ideas that they've picked up along the way. Maybe it was when they were teenagers in school or from their parents or whatever, like your whole strung together ideas of fitness. If mm. we don't, pay attention to what this is this just accumulates over time so i spent some time doing this with myself it was just coming to me because i'm like i don't know what else to do so i'm gonna like just write down everything i believe about fitness and then when i read that out loud to myself i was like oh my god no wonder i don't want to go to the gym are you kidding me look at all this resentment i have like uh... i have beliefs stored in my in my subconscious that's like are like 
you know, you can't do, get lean unless you're doing three hours of cardio a day because that's mm. what I was doing back then. Yeah. You know, if you eat any carbs, you're not going to get lean. Like you, if you're, don't even bother if you're not going to the gym like three, four times a day. So it's There's like really toxic things you were saying to yourself. Toxic things, but also toxic. But hold on a sec. It's not even just that I was saying to myself, like that was my reality. Like I would be working out for five and a half hours every single day. And in my reality and in my experience back then, that was how I achieved my pro card. Uh, okay. That is what success meant in <clears throat> fitness. Okay. So, so I'm like, there's I, a part of you that like made the connection between what you were doing and what you achieved. And you're like, this is what it takes. Yeah. And it's just like these beliefs that are just accumulated over time until yeah. we actually like face them and look at them. And then when I actually read out my fitness paradigm, like, read it out loud and i heard it i was like this is absolute insanity <laughs> like no wonder i don't want to go to the gym like no wonder i have so much resentment around working out because these things are clouding like this is the paradigm i'm looking through mm -hmm. i have to reset that like i have to reprogram yeah. that so like and that was part of my healing journey there was a lot of uh mental redevelopment and reprogramming that I had to do a lot of diving into the subconscious a lot of journaling and just like getting it all out to see it um and and that's what started that process and it took time it took time like it wasn't just oh I could write it on a piece of paper and now I'm good like yeah. no like <laughs> well because you, you you think also that like this is stuff that like from the time you're 17 to however old and like that just becomes those are such such formative years. I don't think people understand how much development your brain is going through between the ages of like 16 and 25. Oh yeah. It's so, it's so much, like if you think about like who you are, who you are at 16, <laughs> 18, 22, 25, they're all, they're four different fucking people. <laughs> like you go through so much in those years. And then if you, if you determine your entire identity through that time and, you know, and even a, in your case, a career and like, you know, an, an, an athletic identity, um <clears throat> then yeah you're probably you're probably going to get some stuff wrong yeah and but i i think you know like a lot of people need to realize that, like that's it doesn't you know like i ideally it wouldn't happen but it does it does happen right so um and it's meant for us to have it's meant to happen at that point too like in our stages of development sure, yeah to get things wrong to figure out what's right how are you supposed to know right how yeah. are you supposed to know that it's wrong unless you fuck up a few times you do it and you're like oh that's not good that yeah. doesn't feel good that's the that's one of now the only, i know it does <laughs> yeah that's one of the only real tangible pieces of proof to yourself that you will ever have one tangible you know piece of knowledge is getting something wrong and then realizing it was a mistake yeah somebody can tell you something and you can understand that it's true but there's something just so different about when you when it happens and you realize that it was a mistake so yeah um yeah wow that's um we, yeah that yeah okay well i mean this is this is what i was expecting i'm not gonna lie i like i'm 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 still i'm still like like flabbergasted every time i talk to you just because it's so like it's so it's so interesting just be, being able to like be able to um pick your brain about stuff like this and, and like and anybody who like has sort of like that sort of singular focus and just this like drive and ambition um funny because i'm also thinking about because I, I mean you don't really know how you show up in people's lives so when you're telling me like you know i would cross paths with you like <laughs> yeah. 
on very specific times, but you'd always like come and just like be like, I'm doing this, I'm doing this. Like I'm I'm rolled in holistic nutrition, like whatever. Like I'm like I'm I told you one time I'm like I'm I'm doing ayahuasca in a week. You're like, okay. Like, <laughs> yeah. I remember that. Nice seeing you. <laughs> yeah. Oh. oh man. And so I love it though. I love that I love that you're just I, I love that you're just you're 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 about you are like I don't I don't know any way, other way to say it other than you are just about it. <laughs> you're about it in every way um but okay so i i had a, I, so i i did prep i don't even know why i bothered prepping questions for you like there's you just let margarita talk and it's, <laughs> um but i did want to get your opinion on a few things because now we've established your um wealth of experience in the fitness industry and um competing specifically and i um and in, in, for for anybody, you know, for for, I'm I'm gonna speak to the the ladies here, uh, because they're you know, they're watching for you, not me. Um. So for, I, I I we did we did like sort of, I did sort of like give you like, um, sort of a preface of of these sort of topics, but um, so for for most people, girls specifically that are, you know first um getting their first p bits of exposure to the fitness industry it's mostly going to be coming from you know from bodybuilding from bikini that's because that's just you know um most of the i hate the word influencers but the influencers <laughs> that you're going to see they're they're most th mostly for the most part they are going to either have a bodybuilding background themselves or they're going to or their their expertise and their knowledge is going to be in bodybuilding, in bikini, for that specific goal. So it's naturally, I feel that a lot of girls get pushed to that category first, which makes sense for a lot of people, just because you know um, the the level of the the stage of muscular development that you're at um, when you're a beginner lends itself the most, not objectively, but like relative to you know the the sport of bodybuilding. Your your uh, your starting point is going to lend itself the best to bikini. So, but I just feel like, so for, for these, these girls that are entering into that world, what should they know before they dive in? You know, as somebody who has now, you know, been <laughs> at every level, at every, literally every <laughs> level from, from beginner to, um, to competitor, to winning your pro card, to competing as a pro, what should people know before they dive? into the whole sport um it's gonna change your whole life <laughs> in the best possible way and as i said it comes with a lot of responsibility too um nothing will show you where your values are like the bodybuilding prep it it just gives you the arena to develop your character like you would not believe so if you're just going in saying that oh like I could try it. It's like, just be prepared that this is going to be like a life-changing experience in the best possible way. Um, there's so much growth with, within that bodybuilding prep and not just physically. Like, it really tests you as a human. <laughs> right. It tests your limits. It tests your shadows. And that's why we love it, because we love to rise above and meet that challenge. So this is going to change your life. Um, and a second thing that I would say is, you know, don't 
get caught up in what you see in the industry because mm. there's a lot that you most likely don't know in what it takes to achieve a certain body. Um, so, you know, don't get caught up in comparison because you just don't know what people are doing. Like you don't know the means in which it takes to get there. A lot of times, and I speak for myself, and, and, and like I said, I'm sure that some preps for some people are like, you know, nothing like I've experienced, but like if I'm drawing upon my own story to share with you, like people would look at me when I had washboard abs at like 6% body fat and be like, you are the healthiest person in the world. And I'm like, I'm walking into walls when I'm done this photo shoot. Like, I'm like, I'm not, I'm, I'm not good. Like, I'm like, not okay. Like, I'm like, you know, this isn't health. Mm-hmm. For the way I did it, it's not healthy. So you really don't know what a person is doing to achieve something. And it should never be about comparing yourself at all. Because it's like, at the end of the day, how can you, I mean, it's funny because it is a, a sport where you are judged and compared largely but like it's you can never compete with someone else's body Mm. you can't like you'll never look like anyone else so what i would say is like you know put your blinders on just get into your own world and start to recognize like how you are improving and love your body for the way it's starting to take shape and yeah there's gonna be like criteria and the judge the judging and all of that but it really doesn't matter it's you versus you you versus you on your body you versus you on your mind the whole experience so just as much as you can drop the state of comparison because you'll never have someone else's body it's always how yours is going to develop no one else's Hmm. interesting never heard it put it like can't compete with someone else's body because it's it's pretty counter to what like what you would think right because you are in a way like you are on stage with other people but like you are it's it's like, weird right <laughs> but you you know you see them that's the only time you see them unless they happen to be a training partner of yours or if they happen to be somebody who you know you um train with or at the same gym at but like the chances of them being at your show in your category like you, you probably don't know those people so like so you 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 know like 99 percent of the time that you're spending is not with them and the idea that you would be competing with them when you're not actually with them in the gym yeah it makes a lot of sense and even if you were to compete against them it's like you know you look at like the top girls in olympia and it's like who has the best glutes all of them (laughs) (laughs) all of them have the best glutes but at the end of the day when you're at that level it's like it's the total package it's not just your body it's how you come on stage and you own it it's like you know your your presentation it's your energy largely is what i think and it's like really like every olympian every like top tier top 10 olympian like they all look amazing yeah all of them do so it's about how you can come into yourself and own that and even like celebrate your competitor for like having amazing glutes or you know like perfect perfectly capped off shoulders i don't know but it's really about coming and celebrating yourself and just creating that world where it's just you versus you and ultimately the only person whose body you can control is your own yeah (laughs) Yeah. Um, okay. What are some common overarching ideas of the term fitness that you don't agree with? Um, largely that it's just something that's physical. Mm. To me, 
fitness from the days that I was struggling in university has been like my revolution of body, mind, spirit, and soul. Like I, mm-hmm. it, it's, it's your means of transformation for all of these areas, physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, like you are transforming as a human, like a, a fully integrative human. It's not just something you do to go like fit into a dress or like just achieve some physical feat. And if it is, you're going to fall out of alignment pretty quickly and not most likely continue with your your goals and your journey. Um, but like the soul of the experience is like you are transforming as a human. Like, yes. Th- yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I think what not bothers. Body, right? Yeah, I think what bothers me is when like it's limited that way. where it's just physical and it's like no like this is you creating yourself this is you visualizing your strongest best version of yourself this is like your arena of empowerment like this is like how you do life really like this Mm -hmm. is how you step up to the plate in your life um so when it's limited to just something to yeah it's just like ah like there's so much more that we could be that you could be embodying on this journey than just the physical and and actually another thing that gets me is like sometimes there's a stigma around having physical goals right mm-hmm. like oh you shouldn't care what you look like and blah 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 and it's like to me it's a yes and like a lot of my journey has led me to really just feel comfortable and love myself no matter what cuz mm-hmm. i've ranged in my weight <laughs> like crazy yeah um and it's okay to have physical goals it's okay to say like you know i want to experience that strong toned lean version of myself as long as you love yourself in the moment no matter where you are i think it's healthy to have physical goals too and it's sometimes it's shamed or sometimes you're looked at as shallow but it's like Mm. no because it's a whole experience it's it's not just and ultimately it's a why right like so yeah yeah and it's like you this is your divine vessel so it's it's how you want to show up in the world and and to really cultivate a relationship with it like that is is beautiful and as long as you love yourself no matter what in this moment and all moments then that's the prerequisite i think and once you have that like knock yourself out it's fun to shape the body yeah i love it okay last one and then we'll get you out of here um, <laughs> I, 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 I'm occupying a lot more of your time than I no, thought it's, I would. No, I'm, I'm here, I'm here for it. <laughs> um, <laughs> about yourself specifically, is there anything about you that you can't see any other way that you would have found without fitness? It seems like a good amount of it. They repeat the question? So, uh, in finding yourself, is there anything about yourself that you don't think that you would have without fitness? No, fitness was like the gateway to like this whole experience for me. Yeah. Yeah. And largely because when you're, when you have physical training as like a foundation for how you live your life, that just invites a whole experience of, it's a whole other level of who you are and how you operate in this world. So having strength, having something that, you know, like I said, like I've, found my everything when i was in university i was lost i'm like i'm not working a nine to five i hate environmental studies what am i doing here like i'm not even going to school i'm like 
in clubs five nights out of the week just like trying to dance because I miss dance, right? So it's like, to me, having that time to come and train, like I said, I'm training my body, but as I'm getting stronger physically, I'm getting stronger mentally. Now, if you have that as your foundation, you are operating at a whole other level of who you could be or who you really are. Like there's, you know, we are just like these like creative dynamic souls that we can express ourselves in all of these different levels and all of these different ways. But when you choose to have fitness and, and health as your foundation, you are operating at a whole other level. You are living life at a whole other level. You are feeling different. You are feeling strong, empowered. You know, you're showing up for yourself. There's an energy that comes from showing up for yourself. And it, it just like tri- translates into every, everything in your life. It's just, I wouldn't be that without having fitness as a foundation. So yeah, I like, I definitely wouldn't have the character. I wouldn't have the experiences. I wouldn't have, I just wouldn't be who I am without having that as my, my foundation. Okay. Well, wow. Okay. Margarita, thank you very much. This was very, very fun. I'm really, I, every time I get to talk to you, uh, it's good. It's good that we had a chance to just like <laughs> catch up. <laughs> yeah. And actually have a reason to like sit down and not like, I feel like I'm interrupting your workout or something. So no. it was nice to, it's <laughs> nice to actually be able to sit down and do this finally. Yeah. Um, yeah. This is great. Thank you very much. Thank you. It was fun. Bye, everybody. Bye. <laughs> okay. <laughs>